0: Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. What's up, internets? This is Fan Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek, where we talk geek culture from the perspective of people of color for all nerds. And as always, it's your boy, DJ ben a.k.a. the Anti-Drive Equation. Rolling two chains, the captain of the spaceship, Wakanda's favorite DJ and all of that. And as always, I am joined by
1: Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Deuce Piccolo, Colleen Wingstop, Chance the Parappa, Trill Quist, and Beretta Scott King.
0: Yes, yes, and we are back with another episode of Fan Bro Show. Like I said before, for all nerds, welcome to all our new listeners, all the old listeners, all the subscribers, everybody out there. Hope everyone is having a great week out there. It's about to be Fourth of July weekend. I know it's a lot of barbecues and good stuff going on. A lot of,
1: Lots of the real ones are the cookouts. There's barbecues yes. and then there's cookouts.
0: True, indeed. True, indeed. There is a difference. Get it right. You got to (laughs) be at a cookout this weekend. You can't just be at a barbecue.
1: So, Ben, you know, we saw a little show. Excuse me. Movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A little little show, a little movie.
1: We saw a little movie called Spider-Man. Homecoming. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. We, we did. And we can finally talk about it. But I know people, you know, you won't get to see it, you know, probably for another week or so. So we'll keep it spoiler free for now. And we'll have a full review on the site very soon and all that good stuff. But, mm, 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 good is all. I mean, that's the first <laughs> thing I can say, Mike.
1: I I am, you know what? It's so funny because my first, one of my first thoughts coming out of it was, Sony finally did it right and all they needed was Marvel. Wow. Really, really. When you really think about it. Now, this is not to down Tobey Maguire because when his joint first came out, that was cool. Like, that was the very first time you saw Spider-Man in such a big production. And it it was, at the time, it was a very great uh, franchise until about the two and a half, <laughs> the two the two and a half episode and onwards, basically, it didn't live to expectations. They it didn't have longevity, and the same thing to me suffered of, on the uh, Andrew Garfield reboot. It didn't have the longevity to it. Spider Man Homecoming, however, fu- okay, it has. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I'm I'm just trying to not spoil it. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, but now hold on. Now, we can't really say that Homecoming has longevity either because it, you know, it isn't even out yet.
1: Well, it has longevity because it already has the sequel, it has already been greenlit.
0: Oh, I mean, of course that. You know, they greenlit the sequel before they even made the first one. Like, as soon as you signed Tom Holland and Civil War came out, like, you're like, okay, we we have money in the bank for years to come with this.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to continue on what I said. And I said what I said. is going to have longevity based on the incredible talent of this movie, the writing direction of this movie. And as long as that creative team remains for the most part, I think that that they're going to have just complete wins for the next few years on their hand. They have centered Spider-Man in the best way possible, mainly because they approach him and show him off as a kid. That to me was the biggest difference from all the previous Spider-Man films. And the reason why this film, Homecoming, wins so much, because they give you the real... Peter Parker as a child and then what it looks like to be a superhero. That's really just a high school teenager.
0: Mm, Yeah, I agree a hundred percent with that last statement. Like that was my favorite part of it. I thought that the high school drama equals all the action, you know, just Peter's life as a high school kid and dealing with being Spider-Man at the same time is as engaging as, you know, his fight with the vulture and his whole battle with the vulture, which is even better than I thought it could be. Like, the conflict between Peter and the Vulture is incredible. The stuff with Tony uh, Stark and Peter is so great, and it's not overdone. And, yes. like, the thing like, where we were worried about, like, did they show too much in the trailers? Oh, I have to yeah, say yeah. no. Like, yeah, they definitely showed a lot of the action, but then there's still a lot of great action. You know, Spider-Man gets a lot of great action scenes that you haven't seen in the trailers. And not only that, it's just the heart of the movie that really is like why they didn't show anything in the trailers. Because you don't see Peter's interaction. I mean, you don't see Tom Holland's interactions with Laura Harrier, who is, you know, fantastic as Liz Allen. Zendaya as Michelle is just the bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, my man's as Ned uh, leads. Um, Jay, I want to say Jake Battalion. Yes. Is just, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Murders it as Ned. Like, Absolutely destroys. Them. I mean, just everyone amongst the kids is so good, and then you have Michael Keaton, you know, just doing the damn thing, and it's just, yo, know, I mean, like I walked out and said that it was the best one ever.
1: Mm-hmm. Jacob, I, by the way, I know you said
0: Jake, but Jacob, yep, talent. Jacob, yep, yep. And then, um, after thinking about it, you know, like I said, I had to take that back because the first two Spider Men are fantastic.
1: But the, the still, very first in the series.
0: Oh, yeah. Andrew Garfield. No, I thought I always thought that Tobey Maguire was a great Peter Parker and not so great Spider-Man. And I thought Andrew was a great Spider-Man and, and a not, not so a great, great Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. Yeah, and I, I agree. Think Tom Holland is just the best. Like, I think he smashes it as, as everything. And like, even after I walked the back, I'm still having to go with that, that I think Homecoming might be the best Spider-Man movie ever.
1: I'm going to help you out. It's not my, it is. Okay. <laughs> it really Alrighty. is the best. I don't care. <laughs> uh, honestly, when you when you measure again, and what you said was a perfect example of what I'm thinking and what I thought after I got out of this movie, both Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, while they were great at certain aspects of Spider-Man as a full collective character, they were lacking on one side, one side or the other when it came to the spectrum of Spider-Man. Tom Holland has it all, literally and figuratively. We're talking about the physicality of Spider-Man. We're talking about the comedic timing of Spider-Man and Peter Parker. We're talking about the vulnerability of the character and the, the really the golden heart of what Peter Parker is. And then, like I have mentioned, the fact that he really is just a kid. And to me, Tom Holland hits the mark across the board with no issue. And 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 beyond just no issue, he hits the mark and you love him for it. Like you already fell in love with him during um, when he was in the, the Captain America flick. And to see him now in his full element, it's fantastic, really. And, and it's exciting. It is, again, well acted. And I'm just really happy and really pleased about what they did here. Now, all it is that we're looking forward to now is what happens one in the sequel and two, what are they going to do with the rest of the char- characters that they claim they're not going to pull in, i.e. Venom.
0: And uh, Black Cat and Silver Sable now too as well. And they say, yeah, the the latest update from uh, Amy Pastel is that these characters won't be, well, Tom Holland won't be involved in them, but right. they still will take place in the MCU. So you'll still like, see the background MCU. And that's something about uh Homecoming that I really loved is the fact that how well they just meshed Tom Holland and Spider-Man right into the MCU. It seems like he's been there forever. Like, it feels like he has a history, like he grew up in this world.
1: Right. And and then you recently, did you see the news about how they retconned him into the universe? Yeah. So that whatever. was a cop-out. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's some cop-out. Um, I'm like not sure which,
1: which Iron Man movie, but... Uh,
0: that's Iron Man 2.
1: Okay, so Iron Man 2, there's a scene where there's a kid during the Tony Stark presentation where he's wearing an Iron Man mask the entire time, and the camera does go on him, and maybe Tony talks to him, um, but you never see the kid's face. What they have said now is, quote unquote, that was Tom Holland, or that was Peter Parker as a kid, Uh, because it happened, what, eight years ago, yep, or something like that, so... You know, nice try, guys. But I guess I guess that's how you retcon the character in. But even without the retcon, I agree with you. And it goes back to what I said. Sony needed Marvel to make this happen.
0: Mm. And that's also something interesting about Homecoming. That was the first time, and also with this news, that it feels like they're really establishing how much time has passed. Yes. like That was really interesting to me. Like How much time has passed since the first Avengers movie, even now, in this world. So... I, I mean, I just really like I said, like me and Tatiana said, it's probably. I mean, Tatiana says it is. I'm still, I'm gonna go with probably the best, <laughs> you know, the best Spider-Man movie. I'm still hedging my bets on that one.
1: It is the best. Fight me.
0: Okay, all right. You know, but I definitely think that everyone should check it out. You know, we're putting our full support before this. We've got an interview with some of the stars coming up very soon. So, you know, look out for that. As always, Fan Bros bringing you that heat for all nerds at all times. You know, inclusion is revolution and all that good stuff. Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all that you know everywhere make sure you leave a comment you know a rating on that itunes five stars if you love us one star if you don't tell us you hate us you love us whatever we love it all word up and with that we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with more fans. Welcome back. I hope everyone's been enjoying this episode, you know, and I just try to give a big shout out real quick because uh, earlier this week, you know, I was in the streets of New York City, just walking down the block, leaving for Ben and Planet, actually, you know, copping some comics as always. And I run into this brother, you know, his uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that is F7 patches. And he's just a huge fan of the show. And it was just so crazy to me because you know, it's happened to me before, actually. It's like the second or ter- third time like in that same area of New York that I've run into people who listen to the show. Mm. But it still just blows my mind because, you know, we're mainly audio. You know, we have our Instagram, at Fan Show. You know, we got video out there on YouTube and all that. Fan Show, Loudspeakers Network. Make sure you subscribe and all that. But it's still just crazy to me because it's mainly our voice and people see us on the street and just react to us in the craziest ways, like, my mans were just happy to meet me, and I'm probably just as happy to meet him. So it's just, you know, really bugged out to me still. And that type of stuff just really keeps me going, and I just want to thank y'all out there. You know, everyone who listens, everyone who, you know, hits us up on Twitter, even when I'm going crazy on Twitter and saying some wild shit, you know, thank y'all because, you know, I just love all the love. I know Tatiana appreciates it Absolutely. just much. I was talking to D. Chico Leo earlier today and he was, you know, talk about how he ran into somebody on the subway and even more than that, how he knows that like FanBros show has changed people's lives. And that's something that's really ill to me. Cause I've met people who said that to me in different ways. We get emails from people. I want to give a big shout out to Maya. She sent in this email uh, a couple of days ago that just really blew my mind. Like,
1: yeah. And yeah. we got-
0: yeah, we've gotten a lot like this where it just really, you know, no, it just lets me know the power and impact that we're having out there. And it just keeps me going anytime when I'm like, yo, I'm tired. Because, I mean, yo, fan bros, we got so much coming right now. Like, things is popping. And, mm-hmm. like, if you thought, you know, the beginning of the year with all these fire-ass interviews we've been, you know, lacing y'all with or something, I mean – it's it's nothing compared to what's coming. Like it, yeah. it's about to get so silly up in here.
1: Yeah, and we're really happy that you guys are with us on this journey because especially those who've been with us for the full four years and even the new folks. Like it really is interesting to see our growth from within, but it's also more amazing to see how you guys react to our growth mm. and also share your feedback. And even again, shouts to Maya, like just sharing how the show makes you feel or what we do for you. Or even if it's hate mail, I don't care because that just shows me that you're listening. But particularly talking to those people that support us, you mean everything to us. You are absolutely everything. It's because of you that we have the fuel to continue the show. We have the, the interest to want to make this show better. We want to make it bigger. We're doing so much. Every year, you guys notice, we are expanding more and more. As Ben Amin said, we're having amazing guests on our shows. We're, ha- we're getting into amazing opportunities. There's amazing opportunities happen this very summer, and we're going to talk about some of them as this, as this episode goes on. But none of this is possible without you guys. Like, yeah. I know I sound like PBS right now, but for real, <laughs> none <laughs> of this is possible Without everyone who has supported us, without the Fambros family, the For All Nerds family, this is where we get our energy from. This is where we get our love and our light from. And that's why we're able to reflect it so well because we have so many people who just share that love for us. So thank you so much.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, even on like a light note, like when people were responding to our Black Panther episode where we were talking about the trailer and people were just hitting us like, yo, you're validating my feelings. And that was bugging me out even in itself. But then I Mm -hmm. realized like, people really, you know, they look to us to, you know, like, I don't know, just to I I don't even know what it is like. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like thank y'all because right. that you know, like I was just as hype. Like I told y'all when I watched that trailer, the video y'all saw on the Instagram was my fourth time watching it and I was still bugging out. You know, like I'm can't wait to see Homecoming again because I'm so hype about it. Like every time I've been reading little articles about it, I've been like, Oh yeah, that was dope in it too. And so I'm like, Oh man, I gotta see this joint again. <laughs> so it's Yeah. And and then there's like one more thing, like, because even last week we really didn't even speak on this Like, Rest in peace to the brother Prodigy, you know, who is Mm -hmm. someone, you know, Prodigy of Mob Deep, who's someone I grew up on listening to is like, you know, one of the lyrical geniuses. And I went back and listened to the episode where we had him on and you were talking about growth, Tatiana. And it's so crazy just hearing our voices and everything, like how much has changed. Because yeah. I know I've grown into this because as, you know, the listeners and friends and fans and everything have come up to me and emailed and Twitter and everything, I understand that it's like our voice means something. And, you know, so I've grown into it and be like, okay, you know, people love hearing us talk about comics, so we're going to talk about comics. You know, we're yeah. going to talk about this. We're going to, you know, give you all some life advice. You know, we going to answer some questions. We're going to do all that. Like, so it's just great. And I just want to thank you all, like, Because this is like probably the best part of my week, damn near every week when we sit down in a spaceship and knock this out. So, thank y'all for listening for real.
1: And again, appreciative and blessed that y'all trust us. Like, trust is a huge deal to me. I Mm -hmm. typically trust no one, but (laughs) the fact that you guys really trust us and hear us out and understand, like, and also we make mistakes. Like, sometimes we're operating on information that changes with an hour after we get off so sometimes there's a mistake but we'll always hear you out we'll always acknowledge things well if, if we're wrong about something we will always acknowledge it and make any um, uh, 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 fixing stuff if necessary but the point is we, we about being honest about our fandom. We're honest about how we feel about different topics that we talk about on this show. And the fact that you guys also appreciate that and trust us to give, let us speak our expertise. You, you're helping us us live our our dream of being geek experts. So <laughs> thank you very, very much.
0: Word, because I never even knew this was a dream until I started doing it, and I'm like, "Yo, this is awesome! Like, <laughs> this is so much fun. Everybody should do this." Uh, But you know, as far as like apologizing, Storm and Forge are the best couple ever, and I don't care what any of y'all say out there. <laughs> Storm and Black Panther are whack as hell. Oh, and, you, oh, oh, your timeline,
1: your timeline about to blow up, Ben I mean,
0: again, a, a, a again. As you are <laughs> at DJ Ben I mean, talk to me. Storm and Forge, Life, Death, 1 and 2. Go read them before you talk to me, though. And it is now time for one of my favorite segments. We were talking about our listeners, and they always bring the heat on. The
1: guac is extra.
0: And what do we have up first, Tatiana?
1: Up first, we have a question from Rhea. Rhea writes, after listening to you guys for about a year, I'm so happy for the constant fire every Thursday. Um, With all the recent hype of Wonder Woman, I constantly think about Nubia and how little I ever hear about her. (laughs) Do you guys know of any books or content I could watch to get more Nubia in my life?
0: (laughs) Um, Oh, no. You got to get some dark clay first. Oh, no. Phenomene. As longtime listeners know, I do not hold Nubia in high standard. Nubia, for those who don't know, is Wonder Woman's sister, who as Wonder Woman was formed from clay, Nubia was formed from dark clay, and she's, you know, brown, so imaginative, and she's brown, and her sister's named Diana, and she's named Nubia, so it's like her mom saw Get Out in between (laughs) having them, and got woke, and decided to name her new daughter Nubia,
1: and it's just... Well, wait, 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 so wait a minute, Ben, I mean... (laughs) Some of us, and now a lot of us, now know that you don't really hold the character in high regard. <laughs> Her How, name is Nubia. I understand, <laughs> Her however... Her name is Diana. I'm not, I'm not refuting that. I'm not refuting your feelings. However, <laughs> Nubia is still a symbol for a lot of people and people yes. and and you know whether regardless or not whether they know the whole dark clay situation nubia still stands for something you know mm. a, 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 the the real wonder woman for a lot of people a black mm. woman so yep. that being said is there anything you could i know you don't really care but is there anything you could recommend that people check out to get more nubia in their life
0: Ooh, I actually had to Google it because I don't read a lot of Nubia comics. And uh, she recently appeared in a graphic novel, Wonder Woman and um, Superman. See what I mean? Like she, I, uh, To my knowledge, she has never had a series. I don't even know if she's had a one-issue special or anything. Like She appears in Wonder Woman... Mm. randomly you know you can also google it, google nubia appearances but she recently appeared in the new 52 i know that in the wonder woman superman comic book but um if you're looking for strong black woman characters now there mm. now there i might be to help you out you should be reading ultimates you should be reading
1: um saga is uh
0: she's brown you know you should be reading saga um, Remember,
1: we had an argument about whether or not they were even human
0: we we definitely did. They're not human. So that's a whole nother issue. But um, yeah, well, damn. Ooh. I, and, and see, I know I'm going to get chewed up because there's something that I should be thinking of right off the top and I'm not. Paper Girls.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Paper Girls for sure. Yeah. Ooh
0: are you gonna
1: go like the classics too like monica rambeau or anybody
0: well monica rambeau is in ultimates that's why i recommend ultimates all the time because she's in ultimates along with america chavez mm-hmm. you should also be reading america you know which stars america chavez of course moon girl and devil dinosaur miss marvel there's a lot of great books featuring women of color as the lead that mm-hmm. do not have the problems that i have all with right.
1: me. but specifically black women of color you name you name some
0: Oh, well, I'll definitely go with Ultimates because Monica and Rambo is up in there kicking ass right now. Also, Motor Crush, which I'm not reading, but I know a lot oh, of people yeah. love.
1: The art yeah. in Motor Crush is sick. So
0: dope. Yeah, definitely. I, I give a big love to the art, and it features a black woman as a lead. Bitch Planet is another great book that you should be checking out featuring black women. Um, man, I know I'm going to get chewed apart. But yeah, no, I just, Nubia, I've never been, you know, the biggest fan of, like, that's that's a hole, and there goes my timeline again. What do we have up next?
1: <laughs> up next is from Aunt Cave. They write: If a live action saga movie was made, who would you cast?
0: Uh. i'm the worst
1: do you want a live action saga movie (laughs) no hell no
0: Uh, for those who don't know saga is one of the best comic books ever written it's by brian k vaughn and it features art by fiona staples and it is just absolutely something you should be reading if you've never read a comic book that's the one i always recommend people pick up a saga and as far as a movie, the only way I could ever see it being done is an animated movie. I have no desire to see a live action movie because it would just cost too much money and it would have to be long as hell. It would have to be like a Game of Thrones type series that cost like probably four or five times as much as Game of Thrones cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that I and I'm also just not good at like casting, you know, you need to be young actors I don't have, I don't know, you know, unknowns. Yeah, I'd always go with unknowns. Like I, like Tom Holland effect. You know, that's me. I'd go with that mm-hmm. because it's like you get somebody unknown who nobody's ever seen and then they knock it out the park. So that's, that's my vote for that one. I don't know. Tatiana, you got anything?
1: I'll agree with you and use that as my answer.
0: That works, yeah. I think <laughs> we're both terrible at, at, at castings.
1: It's not that I'm terrible at casting. I actually am very good at it, but I need oh, okay. time. Okay. I have to, I'm just too, I'm very good at it, but I need time to, like, yeah. write it.
0: I feel you. I feel you on that.
1: Um. um the next question Lewis, is... F-
0: Louis Tan is Marco.
1: Oh, oh yes, 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 yes yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You got it.
0: You pull off the badass fight scene, no problem. Like, yeah. Yep.
1: The next question is from our friend Andy in South Africa. What up, Andy? They write, in honor of Pride Month, which lgbt plus characters have you enjoyed or stood out the most you guys in tv or comics
0: Wow, now this one is very is really a deep one, and and this actually I, I gotta get a little personal on it. Actually, Tatiana, like, oh, you know, we we talked about this before, Brian Fuller. You know, when I when we had him on the episode, and like I said, I grew up in the Deep South, you know, in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, I was raised Southern baptist and growing up, I definitely had you know different views about homosexuality and everything than I do now. Like growing up, I had very conservative views about a lot of things, mm-hmm. and. Now I just don't give a shit. Like I think it's you know, like I tweeted this the other day. I think it's incredible that human beings still classify each other by who someone chooses to have sex with. Like even if you Mm. have sex with some other, you know, if you're a man, you have sex with a man. You know, I get you know in our world that you're gay, you know, or you're bi, but it's like really you had sex. What (laughs) like?
1: Well, when you put it like that, but you also have to, but you also have to understand (laughs) the 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 social the social. Impact. Oh, see, that's the thing I, I,
0: I fully understand. And that's why I'm that's why I'm making this statement. I think it's crazy, just like the fact that the social impact, like people always ask me when I say, you know, black is not a race, you know, white is not a race. I still understand the social impact of white supremacy upon black skin and darker skin in general. I always will never forget that. I live in it every day and I understand the social impact of, you know, classifying people by who they choose to sleep with and how ridiculous that is. And that's my point. And as far as, you know, and that's why I wanted to get mm-hmm. to this is because as far as characters, I always, I mean, I just give like thanks to, I don't even know what to say, but like thanks to Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey. And actually they're the second people who wrote it. I, I can't remember who created the characters originally, but the Young Avengers features these two characters, Wiccan and Hulkling, who are two young dudes who are in love and it is one of my they're one of my favorite couples in comics i will always bring them up and it just like really changed my life and how i view life because it was like one of those things when you see such great characters who are just completely in love and you're just like yo like why would people ever you know think this is wrong like so i always give a big shout out to hulkling and Whitland. I mean, in Wiccan. And in support of Pride, I also tell everyone to go pick up Love is Love. It's a graphic novel. It had me in tears so many times. I cannot tell you how many times this book had me in full tears. It's just absolutely one of the best things I've ever read. And it was in full support of the Pulse shooting in Orlando. All the um, proceeds go to support the survivors' families. So it's just a absolutely you need to pick it up and just one of my favorite books that i've read in the last five ten years Mm, okay yep
1: i always um i I love um katherine kane aka batwoman she Mm. she has always Mm. been above and beyond my faves. Mm. i got her
0: first appearance Mm -hmm. yeah
1: when it comes to lbg uh um, lgbtq plus characters um she and then just just the books themselves i love those i love that whole batwoman series anyway um this i know some people interpret her differently but i would say laura from the wicked and the divine um lots of people definitely all uh she's i thought she was bisexual oh
0: damn sure it is is, i
1: I mean but but some people i've talked to that they interpret her as as cis so i don't i don't know but i've Mm. i've always i thought it was clear from the books that um, of of her preferences, so whatever. So I'll I'll say those two.
0: Yeah, that's weird because I mean Laura has slept with you know people of every gender or whatever in the book. Ah, so I, that's, maybe yeah. people didn't
1: read that deep. I don't know. They didn't get that far. Maybe they didn't get that far in the books. I don't
0: know. But she was getting a Lucifer. I mean, at least you know there was definitely you know tension between her and Lucifer yeah. early.
1: Like yeah, early. So. Early.
0: Yeah, so yeah. Those
1: are those are my favorites.
0: Um, Wicked and Divine in general is another one and once again it's written by Gillen and you know with R by McKelvey two of my favorite creators and just like it just features characters from every aspect of life and it's just so dope and then it's got this incredible you know story above it but just the characters and when you talk about characters who aren't just straight you know cis, whatever it is like chock full of them so yeah. I I mean, anything them dudes create, you know, I always say pick it up. But Young Avengers is that book that their edition of it really just changed. I mean, I was already by that point. I was well, you know, like, but that was one of the ones where I'm like, wow. Like, it, it wasn't for me. It was more like anyone else I show that to. Because mm-hmm. I've had people come up to me, like, I remember when they turned on uh, Green Lantern gay. And I had people come up to me like, oh, my God, they made Green Lantern gay?
1: And I'm like, dog, why do they come up to you? Why do they think they could come up to you? (sighs) (laughs) I mean, about this particular topic and think that you're going to give them like an answer that they want to hear. Like, I I don't understand.
0: Because cats come up to me with all kind of crazy, you know, ideas about comics. Social justice lawyers don't read comics. (laughs)
1: They just
0: pretend to read comics so they can talk about stuff like this
1: oh i'm not gonna get into that oh i'm not gonna get into that
0: sips tea uh what else we got tonight (laughs) 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 wow
1: um the last is from d so hot tonight (laughs) the last is from d nice 32 they write why doesn't dc start making animated movies about thundercats or he-man since they are a part of dc comics
0: well, because they got enough problems right now. <laughs> I was going to say movies. that.
1: <laughs> they got problems. I don't. I, I know nostalgia is in and reboots in, but I don't think they're going to make it with Thundercats or He-Man. I really don't unless it's tied to some other huge cultural phenomenon that's, that's highly marketable. Otherwise, I just don't see it for them putting money into this. And to, more so to Ben's point, they got enough problems.
0: Yeah. And also to the reality of the situation, just like when people keep telling me, well,
1: Storm and Black Panther need to happen in
0: the movies. uh, It's never going to happen because Storm is owned by Fox and that's not happening. And as far as Thundercats and He-Man, I'm not sure who the rights exactly go with Thundercats, but they had that animated series a few years ago, which is absolutely incredible. And then it got canceled after like one season.
1: Oh, you mean the one on Netflix?
0: Yeah, so yeah. go check that if you haven't seen it. It's so good. But that's, I mean, the rights that tie tied up to somebody else. Because, like, G.I. Joe and Transformer, whoever owns those rights, also owns the rights to Mask. Uh, I want to say Voltron. There's a couple of others they own. And they're trying to do their own super universe where G.I. Joe, Transformers, all these things are going to start crossing over. So. Yeah, don't hold your breath. I don't think DC has anything to do with either of those right now. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know. Well, well, well
1: G.I. Joe Transforms owned by um, Hasbro, Hasbro. So
0: yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I knew that was Hasbro. And they also own Mask. I know that for the, you know, like 10 people who remember Mask.
1: I was about to say, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Mask was this joint. It, it, I think they had a cartoon, but they had a line of toys. And it was just like dudes. They were like G.I. Joe, like special soldiers. But their one catch was they all had these masks. That you know had like special abilities, and then also their cars and vehicles like they would transform. Like they had a the main dude had a car that would turn into a plane and stuff like that. It was just
1: so it was, was GI Joe and Transformers together.
0: Yeah, and it was super weak overall. But they they caught a young Ben. I mean, buying a few of them toys. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I got suckered. Yeah.
1: Well, mask off, I guess. Um, also, before we get out of Guac, shouts to Chris, aka Scribberisms, on Twitter. Uh, he actually joined us on the MagFest stage back in January. He was part of the panel that featured Mega Rand. Um, he just said, What up? Um, hope to see you guys in the DC metro area soon. Yes, we'll be there at some point. Um, even if we're not there anytime soon, do make sure you are there for Universal Fan Con in April 2018. Go to UniversalFanCon.com to find out more about the convention and to get your tickets because that is going to be where everyone needs to be. Every single person, people of color, girl of color, boy of color, everybody of color group is going to be at Universal Fan Con, okay? Not and just of
0: color either. I mean, you know, everyone.
1: Really everyone, yes. but That's it's what the, the name folk- is. Right, but the focus is on creating a space for people of color, for the disabled, for uh, uh marginalized groups. Like yes. this, the the DNA of Universal Fancon is for everybody that yes. does that does not have the spotlight normally. So,
0: kind of like Fambro Show for Kinda all like
1: nerds. Show. Look, look at that, Ben. I mean,
0: you're welcome. And speaking of you know upcoming themes that are popping off, you know, and with for all nerds, we are doing an art show. <laughs> Oh, you heard you heard that V-verb on that art show. Yes, July seventh at Pink's Bar and Grill. I, I mean, we need a better name than art show, we'll work on that. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll here's we'll get one, the to art that. show. The art show. <laughs> yes, coming to Pink's Bar and Grill on July seventh. We are going to be showcasing art. From our listeners, from our supporters, from, you know, some luminaries out there. We're going to be listening oh, to some music, too. Oh, yeah. You know, DJ ben will be in
1: the house. We're going to be drinking, too.
0: We're going to be drinking because it is paints, Bar and Grill so you can get your drink and your eat on. You know, you, it, it, it might be a bit of a cookout, even. You know, it's to be that type <laughs> of affair, a family affair, shall we say. And, you know, speaking of putting on some music, Fanbro Show for All Nerds Volume 2 mixtape is coming very soon. That's all I can say on that right now. Mm-hmm. I was actually working on that earlier this week, and it is. Coming soon.
1: And I just want to make sure you gave them the right date. It's July twenty seventh.
0: Yes. Okay. Seven to eleven PM. The art will be in Paints Bar and Grill In New York. After that. In New York, City. But <laughs> everyone I always asked him when we're doing our live show, all that, you know, boom, that's coming too. But right now we're doing the yeah. art show. <laughs>
1: If you want to uh, be a part of that show, Ben, mentioned we are showcasing local artists. Hit us up, contact at fambros.com. Let us know what type of art you do, the type of medium you use. Show us some examples. Um, we're going to actually have the artwork actually posted all over the walls of the venue, and then um, it's not just limited to to canvas work. So, like if you have figurines that you make if you have sculptures that that are not like the size of a building but if you have stuff like that that you want to showcase let us know hit us up because we're not we're not really limited here and we want to make sure that we're giving everyone an opportunity to showcase the work plus your work is not just going to be showcased just that day Your, your work will be showcased for a full two weeks boom So people will be able to see your work if, and I'm telling you, you need to leave your information there too, because somebody might want to buy your stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, you know, we might have some prices up, you know, buyer work. You know, we might have to work it out like that, you know, get your emails, all that, you know, get some money in your pockets.
1: Exactly. So if you are interested, hit us up, com. And also, if you want to ask us a question, pick a question. Any question could be about your personal life, could be about comics, could be about TV or gaming. Let us know. Email us, com. Tell us what your question is or tell us your story. Or if you just want to give us a shout out. That's always welcomed. Let us know.
0: Word up, and with that, we'll be right back to wrap up this episode of FanBro Show. This week's episode of the Fanbro Show is brought to you by our friends at Loot Crate.
1: Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items as well as some dope pop culture gear.
0: For less than $20 a month, you can get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and so much more. Remember, Go to lootcrate.com slash fanbros and enter the promo code FANBROS at checkout to save $3 on any new subscription.
1: And when you get your Loot Crate, tweet us. Send us a photo. Snapchat us. Show us the goods. Make sure you share the great material that you received in your crate. And now, let's get back to the show.
0: and welcome back internet you know what it is it's fan Bros' show thank you to everybody who's sending those geek when they ask questions as always thank you to everyone listening out there like we've been showing y'all love all episode but I just going to give y'all a little more right now love there it is <laughs> okay. and now it's time for
1: tech talk with Tatiana <laughs> Wow, okay. Um, <laughs> this week in Tech News, I'm going to keep it short. Um, Facebook is actually getting in on the streaming TV game. Facebook, just like Apple, just like everybody else, wants to be Netflix so bad. They want to be Amazon Video so bad. So Facebook is jumping in on the game. They're actually going to start developing and streaming original TV shows. They already actually have two uh, that, the first actually comes from MTV. Um, MTV recently announced a bevy of layoffs and a bunch of cancellations. And one of those canceled shows is actually going to be coming to the new Facebook TV streaming platform. Uh, The show is called Loosely Exactly Nicole and stars comedian Nicole Byer and it's based around her life. Um, like I mentioned, it was originally developed by MTV, but now that MTV has kicked that to the curb, Facebook has picked it up. Also, Facebook is, uh, as I mentioned, they're working on generating some some new work. So I would tell you guys now, if you guys are screenwriters, if you guys are just writers in general, you may have a shot at Facebook Studios. I'm just guessing that's what their name is, but you may have a shot with your take on whatever sitcom show movie whatever idea you have you probably want to want to think about submitting
0: oh well hey you know i might have to do a little something over there you know i happen to write a few things here and there Mm so yeah
1: yeah so uh, go
0: ahead yeah also on that note though um netflix has also i was reading something about how they canceled uh girl boss and they yes. say they're really pushing for, like, real, super original content right now. Like, they're like, yo, yes. we can't just have, you know, average shows. Because, as you see, everyone is coming right. with it.
1: Well, Netflix Netflix operates on, on a very lean model. And, and that's why they're so successful. They mm-hmm. not just lean. They also operate on a, in a kind of just-in-time model. Meaning, they they produce something. They, they want to get a certain level of... Of engagement on it right away, and if they don't, they will scrap it immediately because at this point they have the horsepower to keep moving without you. Um, if you don't, if your project or whatever doesn't show out to to the way that they like it to show out, you're done. And I don't blame them. I mean, who's who's everyone chasing right now? Netflix. So yep. their model has, has made the most sense. Um and, and speaking of their model, everyone knows like what Netflix is a subscription based, subscription based model. Um the new Facebook streaming service I mentioned is actually going to be free to users. So that that may be also something oh. that is going to come into play down the line.
0: Wow, no, that's huge because yeah. they've already got like such, you know, they're massive. They have two
1: billion users. <laughs> So,
0: right so like basically everybody can see they join unlike netflix or like hulu and all these other crazy joints that are popping wow that's that the, all they need is a hit now and they are money yeah like yeah all they need is one good show
1: yep exactly one or two good shows so, yeah. just, so that they're trying to and so that's why i said to everyone that's also why i mentioned that shoot your shot um if we hear of any openings for for uh to drop in your your work we'll let you guys know but but definitely keep an eye out on this Mm -hmm. And just finally, if you guys love those custom geo filters on Snapchat, everyone knows you used to have to go to the Snapchat website and do all the work from there. Now, Snapchat is allowing any user, all the users, to create custom geo filters right from within the app.
0: That's because Snapchat
1: is struggling. (laughs) Struggling. They, they, They are definitely... Getting into the trenches when when it against folks like IG, especially, you know, IG just bit their entire business model. So now they, they got to fight.
0: Oh, well, it was, it was nice knowing you, Snapchat. Yeah. I'm
1: oh, sure. damn, Ben. I mean, that's, yeah. that's rough.
0: I called it from day one, though. I'm not going to lie. I never really got into Snapchat. I was like, nope, somebody else is going to bite their ish and make it better. And Instagram yeah, did is. that for me. So thanks and goodbye.
1: Their filters are superior, though. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> And that's it for tech news.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that's it for Snapchat. Also, (laughs) um, (laughs) you know what time it is, folks. It's time for some comics. I I I I I I I I I (laughs) 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 cop. All right. And this week in Comics I Copped, thank you to everyone as as always always using that hashtag out there, Comics I Copped. Show me what you got this week. Any week, if you're reading something new, something old, I don't care. I just love to see it. So thank y'all for that. And this week, I picked up the Dr. Afra trade from, damn, I keep mentioning this man's name, Kiron Gillen, like, over and over again today. You know, the author of Young Avengers, Wicked and Divine. He writes Dr. Afra, And Dr. Afra is a new original character set in the Star Wars universe. She first appeared in the Darth Vader trade and the whole Darth Vader series that was written by Gillen. And I just love her. She's like an evil archaeologist. Going out through the Star Wars universe, and that's the best description I can give you of it. The latest trade, I mean, the first trade just dropped, so you can pick that up and get a start on the series. You really don't need to read the Darth Vader series to know Mm -hmm. who she is. She's just an evil archaeologist. Not even really evil, just a a survivor. You know, let's call her a survivor in the Star Wars universe. So definitely a dope series. Check that out. Also this week, Secret Empire, I want to say number five from Marvel came out. Um, you know, this is the series where Captain America is a Hydra agent and has taken over the world, thus having a secret empire, or taken over America at least. And it's still a hot mess. Uh, there was a bit uh, secret reveal, I guess, in this issue where Captain America now has the Hulk working for him, even though the Hulk was killed mm-hmm. less than a year ago in Marvel Comics. Bruce Banner's Hulk, so that's the big ooh wow. You know, he's got a Hulk <laughs> like. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, pick up that Dr. Afro trade. Um, also, Secret Warriors from Valiant, written by Eric Heisserer, uh with art by Raul Allen and Patricia Martin. I'm a big fan of the art in this one. Valiant has been putting out consistently dope books, but really I'm just loving this one for the art. So definitely check out Secret Warriors number one this week. It's a limited series, only four issues, so you'll be able to get in and out of it. So definitely check that out. Also, Saga Returns. And as much as I love Saga, yo, I have to say, Tatiana, like, it didn't, like, where The Walking Dead is, where it's, like...
1: Oh, it's getting... Are you saying it's getting stale?
0: No, not that it's stale. It's just, like, there's so much death and violence in this book that sometimes I'm just, like, damn, yo, like, you know, it's, it's like...
1: It's too much for you? Yeah,
0: sometimes, like, this issue, like, you know, just some random characters got killed, and you're just, like, damn, that was, like... You know, a little much.
1: Maybe the writers are angry right now.
0: Maybe. I mean, it's still, you know, like I say, one of my favorite books of all time. Such a beautiful, just great story. And this issue, once again, has another cliffhanger ending that whether or not I cared about those people getting killed earlier in the book, I will be back next month. So you got me. You got me again. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, yo, this ending. This was one of the ones where it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I got to wait another month for this. And the problem with Saga is it kills you like that. Whether you read it in single issues or the trade, because if you read the trade, when you come to the end of the trade, you're like, oh, you know, I gotta wait six months for another trade. So, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. But definitely check out Saga. Probably the pick of the week this week goes to Doctor Afra. Also, you know, Secret Empire if you're into that type of stuff, and Secret Warriors from Valiant. Oh, one last thing from Valiant: Exo Man of War. Definitely, I'm loving this series right now. It's kind of like a Conan on an alien planet battling survival type story right now. I'm really loving it. Like I say, Valiant's putting out some great stuff, and Exo man of War is yet another example of that. So check them out. As always, use the hashtag ComicSciCopped. Hit me up on Twitter at DJ Benameen at FanBroShow. Let us know what you're buying, what you're loving, what you're hating. You know, if I'm completely wrong on Secret Empire, let me know. I'm not. But you know you
1: can let me go. <laughs> you know uh-huh. what I, you know what yeah. I love Ben. I mean, I love that when you are trying to pronounce maybe some difficult names that all of them have a question mark at the end of it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Kieran
1: Gillian, yeah, yeah. King. Like it's always it's always a question. It's great. I really think it's
0: Kieran Gillian, but that just looks so wrong to me. That Kieran, just, Kieran, 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 Kieran,
1: Kieran. Yeah. Kieran
0: yeah that's what yeah karen
1: that's okay i mean that that's that's just your mark that's what that's what makes ben i ben i
0: i am the butcher of names folks you know okay. that is yet another of my aka's one of my original aka's don't ever you know no totally i see you out there bro <laughs> i see you sir i see you
1: dj ben Amin? <laughs> i
0: i'd butcher my own name for real also, real quick, and uh, some other news this week, Michelle Rodriguez says she might leave Fast and Furious if women are not given better roles in the series. I mean.
1: Oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay, wait a minute. Shady. Like, is, that was I'm shady. Like, I'm like, who
0: is given a good role in the series? Like,
1: I was going to say, right, the series um, is not yeah. really an Oscar quality type of thing. Like I'm not gonna I'm not saying it's not entertaining. I'm not saying it's not like fun to watch. Stuff, One of the
0: best it. series I've ever seen, but uh yeah. like roles
1: acting. <laughs> <laughs> Who's
0: acting? Oh, God.
1: But to her point, she 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 she's still trying, at least but I mean give it to her, that she is well, in fact she's protesting, or she she she's no actually she's she's threatening to protest if women aren't getting better roles.
0: You know, but isn't Michelle Rodriguez the same woman who said that, you know, you need to go out and create your own roles and stop taking roles from, um, you know, like superheroes need to stop worrying about changing, you know, their race or ethnicity and, you know, create your own.
1: You know what? I'm not even going to get into it. Ah, I'm not going to get into it. You know,
0: like you said, she is out here standing up, you know, and, you know, everyone in Fast and Furious needs to be deserves to be written better maybe she needs to make her own
1: movie (laughs) Mm, you know i mean not that it's not that you can just do it right away but you know what i mean no no and she's had her own access
0: and she has actually you know had movies where she can act and shows off range and still so you know i will say that it ain't in the fast and furious but ain't nobody showing off (laughs) it in that i'm like really thinking hard like well, you know
1: you, you know um, what that's the challenge. Maybe people can tell if not you Ben, I mean, maybe people can tell me what other stuff Michelle Rodriguez has been in that shows her shows off her acting prowess a bit more because I personally think every movie I eye have seen her in, it she plays the same character. So if there's other stuff that I maybe something indie that what she Girl shows her a range I would love to see it but I every literally every movie I've personally seen her in she's she's the same character with a different name.
0: Um Girl Fight. That's the one I couldn't remember where she plays a boxer. It came out in 2000 and mm, yeah, I feel you. It, it's she's she's it's, definitely doing great acting in that but she's still a right. tough you know, young woman, you know, hard up, you know, like, yeah, so. It's that like well, Michelle Rodriguez is like the modern day version of the woman from Aliens. Like, but it, but the effed up thing is that woman from Aliens is Caucasian and not even uh, Latino who she was playing. And I did not know that for years. Uh, Vastez, Vastez, you, you ever been mistaken for a man? No. Have you? Uh Vestez is actually played by the same woman from Terminator 2 who plays the mom um Sparky or whatever the doll's name is the you know the kid's so, mom.
1: And you're saying that's a white woman playing a Latina?
0: It damn sure is. Wow. Yeah. And like, you know, that I mean, yeah. I mean her name wow. is Vastez. Yeah. Well Yeah. Good
1: luck to you, Michelle Rodriguez.
0: Yeah, good luck to you, Michelle Rodriguez, for real. You know, I mean, as we just said, it is a hard world out there for you know latina women so
1: and rounding out the news for this episode we have confirmation that jessica henwick also known as colleen wing and iron fist is confirmed to be reprising her role as a member of the sand snakes in the upcoming season of game of thrones or actually season eight of game of thrones yep um
0: oh that's really good because she almost missed that because she was playing colleen wing and right um. No. Actually, yeah. Because if she had missed Iron Fist to, to stay in Game of Thrones, I would have been really sad because
1: then it would have been no reason to watch.
0: Oh, uh, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you mentioned at the top of the show that Preacher came back and it came back with a bang. Uh, There's a couple of people who commented about that. I know. Yo. You, um,
0: you could tell yeah. folks, how excited you feel, man. Yo, like, if you thought the first season of Preacher was boring and too drawn out, and I agree with you for the most part, this season started off right away hot fire. Like, I I haven't finished the second episode yet, but the first episode alone was like, wow, like, they're getting right into what made the comic book so insane and so great. So I'm fully on board with Preacher this season, and like I said, when we bring back you know special delivery in its new form we'll probably be talking about preacher power all this summertime shows so look out for that be yeah. yeah, preachers on fire
1: yeah and also be on the lookout for my animated animation heads all 30 dc universe animated movies are being released as one box set wow they are dropping it on august 15th for the digital version and november 7th for the physical blu-ray version
0: how much does that cost?
1: Of course, there's no price there, Ben. I mean, but yeah, how much do you, you think ask, it would cost?
0: You can't afford it.
1: I'm actually really into this, particularly because I've always said DC animation typically has blown Marvel out the water. There, there are missteps here and there, but 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 I personally felt like, when it came to comic book animated movies, DC has 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 been really the leader in this. I mentioned that it's all 30 movies. So we're talking about things like Batman Year One, um, Batman All-Star, which I didn't really care for. Excuse me, All-Star Superman, which I didn't really care for, but whatever. Um Haters. I know. Um, the, I, I prefer the book. Um, the oh, yeah, Judas, I do too. The, book the Judas slumbered. Contract, Justice League Dark, Son of Batman. I like that um of course I the killing part, joke
0: skipping over the greatest one on this list
1: no though. i'm not skipping I'm, you're probably gonna say it. my favorite the flashpoint paradox but what was your favorite one
0: wonder woman yes i don't know if that's my favorite though because there's so many great ones on the li- list but wonder woman like for those who have seen the movie and have not seen this animated movie hunt it down it is it's definitely top five of these 30 like it is it's incredible. Like it's such a good rendition of Wonder Woman. Like I was so blown away by that. Uh, what do you call it? It's definitely up in here, right? Um, what is it? The New Frontier? New Frontier. Yep. Yeah, Justice yeah, League, the, the New Frontier.
1: Every Fire. single last one is in here. It. And it's gonna be in one set. I want this. I yeah. am nervous about how they're gonna play me with the price.
0: Mm-hmm, because that is fire. And also, in some animated uh, DC news, they have confirmed that five episodes so far of the new Young Justice series have been recorded. They haven't been animated. You know, uh-huh. Mr. Citizen, that's a terrible strain on the animator's hands.
1: Uh-huh. Oh,
0: but yeah, gosh. five episodes have been recorded. Uh, also, by the time you hear this, uh, the Jumanji starring the Rot trailer will have dropped, so check that out. And uh, what's his name? Adam Driver, the star of The Last Jedi, has said that the The Last Jedi is going to create some new rules for the franchise. So, you know, I'm I'm really excited, man. You know, especially after Spider-Man: Homecoming. You know, it's like, and then we had Logan this year, we had Wonder Woman this year. There's just a lot of mm-hmm. dopeness coming. And it's been a really solid year, and everyone is talking about that War of the Planet of the Apes is the best one of the franchise, mm. which is crazy to me because the first two were both excellent movies. Like I think the first one is my favorite so far out of the three, but I mean they are saying that War from the Planet of the Apes is a masterpiece, which is something like you know it's a movie about apes. But you know we'll see what happens. Fat bro's